Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the program. We are your host, Joe Musidla and Matthew Miller. It's good to be with you tonight. Uh, just so everybody has a heads up, this is a second try. Uh, last night we did a program, and God said no. Uh, that's just the way that it is sometimes. And uh, what we're going to cover tonight, um, Joe's got some things on his heart, some things that he saw. Uh, with this latest terror attack, as I have uh, come to call them in times past. I've also referred to them as earth pangs instead of birth pangs. I've called them earth pangs. But I think that terra, in relation to terra firma, uh, is a good way to put it, a terror attack. Um, deaths resulting in extreme weather, weather chaos. So this one is going to be in Joe's lap. Uh, he's going to be making references to uh, an Ecclesia Bible study. If you want to get in on that, you're going to have to get on Facebook and send me a request, and we can get you into that private group study. Uh, you can hook up uh, with the ministry in uh, various different ways, but I strongly suggest you uh, get in there on Facebook, the, the study group, uh, I and my son have been doing things on Patreon, a Christian Conspiracy Theory. We're getting ready to do another one. Um, got all kinds of things available. Uh, you can get us uh, YouTube, but that's where the backup uh, is for all the audio. It goes there, but uh, I, uh, iTunes, uh, Google, everything. You can get it everywhere. Uh, Blueberry, everywhere. Uh, so... Uh, you can either search uh, according to the scripture or in time Tribune. Uh, you can also find me at Matthew Miller 49. Uh, that's my Twitter handle. Uh, that's my Tumblr handle. Uh, when I begin to publish, that's what I'm going to make the page uh, on Amazon uh, be, I believe, or some other such thing, however you do it. So you can find me that way too, Matthew Miller 49. So with that in mind, uh, Joe, uh, we're going to leave this in your capable hands and uh, just describe a little bit about what you were describing to me, only more in depth, uh, because I think some strange things have been happening as of late. And I think it's very apropos that it's time for these things to start being labeled as terror attacks. Joe, the mic is yours. All right. So, you know, one of the things that uh, the Lord put on my heart today, I was really, and I've been watching very closely and been praying for the people under, uh, well, the hurricane, that uh, Hurricane Dorian that went after, uh, well, it seemed that the Bahamas got the worst of it so far. 
and I've still been uh, watching as it's still moving. But the timing of several events was, uh, well, there's no, well, God's amazing, and, and there's no coincidence. And as we were studying uh, in this Ecclesia study that uh, uh, Brother Matthew set up, we were looking uh, at the first chapter of Joel. And we had gotten, well, we're getting down to, I think I think we're in uh, 1.5 right now, but 1.4, I'll just read to you from the NASB. What the gnawing locust has left, the swarming locust has eaten. And what the swarming locust has left, the creeping locust has eaten. And what the creeping locust has left, the striping or stripping locust has eaten. Now, there have been several articles here, and uh, my computer to cooperate. There we go. One I was just going to read from this was uh, in Abaco Islands, uh, lives shattered, uh, lives shattered by Hurricane Dorian's devastation to the Bahamas. Uh, a week after Dorian slammed the islands on the strongest hurricane to hit the Bahamas on record, those remaining said the storm took everything from them. Uh, let's see. Marsh Harbor, Bahamas, about a week after Hurricane Dorian. Uh, let's see. kind of reiterates here. On record, those remaining here at the site of the devastation said the storm took away everything from them on the island of Great Abaco. Wrecked boats and flipped over cars were strewn across streets of completely flattened houses, crushed businesses, and mangled playgrounds. Down power lines and the, the frames of buildings lined the sides of the roads. Some cars were impaled by flying pieces of wood and steel. The smell of death was in the air. Um, and it goes on, but, you know, article after article, uh, I believe they announced today 44 confirmed that are dead and they're still, uh, at least on that particular island, were 17,000 with several uh, still missing. Um, this was also a tragedy to the Haitian people that fled from their land to uh, from the uh, great earthquake not that long ago, and it seems that they are fleeing once again. Uh, the specific area that they were in got hit the worst. It just absolutely flattened it. But going over this devastation, it, it reminded me of it, the timing was, well, right when we were going over those verses, this is when this hurricane was at its peak uh, over this area, uh, as well as, as this, this thing stayed, uh, I believe it was 30 hours uh, in that area. Now, I was didn't really care what the reporters said. Um, I was waiting to hear, and I, I couldn't find the video again, but I, I was looking for it. I was looking for somebody who had great experience, and there's no better people than the United States Coast Guard. Um, this is what they're trained for. This is what they prepare for. This is what they do. And the captain that they interviewed said this was a frustrating storm. 
And he said that because they they were waiting for it to move. Normally, a storm it has some sort of miles per hour behind it that is moving in a certain direction. Um, he said it was frustrating because they couldn't get rescue operations underway. They had to wait. Um, and he said that was the first time he had ever seen that. So that was interesting to get that on record uh, from, well, one of our uh, elite, if you will, and uh, someone who would have that knowledge and experience to to make such a call. So uh, that was what I was waiting for of, of that. So with all these different things in play, it made me think that what if this was a, well, a model, a, a scale model, if you will, because it, you know, he he gives the description four times of things being stripped. And as you, you know, you can pick through, just do a search and pick through a, a large plethora of articles. And they all, most of them will say roughly the same thing. And the, the pictures are obviously worth a thousand words themselves, where the devastation is mind boggling. It is absolutely breathtaking to see. Uh, what this Category 5 storm has done, especially, you know, one of the worst fears is what if a storm was to do exactly what it did, was to stay in one particular area and just batter it uh, literally for hours. And that's that's exactly what happened. So this got me thinking about that particular verse in Joel 1, 4, of what if this was just a model that God had presented to us in his perfect timing so that we would have, well, a picture or be uh, witnesses to what is to come and have a greater understanding of these things. So that's kind of where I was coming from on this. So, uh, Matthew, I'd like to hear what you got on this. Well, the first thing I'd like to say is this that this is what really caught my attention. The simple fact that this month lines up with the bridal month of Elul perfectly. The thing about this is, is that because this month has 30 days, it has two heads of month in it. Uh, Hebraically, this is called Rosh Kodesh, the head of the month. But because, like I said, this has uh, the number of days that it does, you have to remember that that today is the second of the two Rosh Kadesh head of the month, uh, days for the month of the Lul. Because it has 30 days, both the, fir- the last day of the month and the first day of the following month serves as the following month's Rosh Kadesh. Okay, so you have, you have to realize when that when that happens, the day right before this was Rosh Kadesh. The very next day, which was Elul the first, is also Rosh Kadesh. This gets my attention. But that's not the only thing, because on the bridal calendar, this is when Moses ascended Mount Sinai for the third and final 40 days. Now, this is when God allowed Moses to see his back. Now, Moses remained on the mountain for 40 days until the 10th of Tishri, Yom Kippur. Yes, 
This starts the countdown to Yom Kippur. Uh, during this time, he ordained uh, God's wholehearted forgiveness and reconciliation with the people of Israel uh, following their betrayal of the covenant between them and the worship of the golden calf. Remember that, everybody? So, like I stated, this was the third of Moses' uh, 40-day trips up on Mount Sinai uh, in connection with the giving of the law. Ever since, the month of the law serves uh, has served as a month of divine mercy and forgiveness. So, basically, this is a four a 40-day countdown to Yom Kippur. This storm can really get your attention. Okay? Let's take note that uh, it was on September 1st that Dorian hits the, Maham the Bahamas the same day it increased to a Category 5 hurricane. It had sustained winds of 185 miles an hour. As Joe pointed out, what was crazy about this is that, just like this article here states uh, plainly, um, it wasn't until September 3rd uh, that the U.S. sent aid uh, to the Bahamas because it just was there. And, and I will direct quote from this. The president tweeted that the U.S. was sending crews to help the Bahamas over which the storm – had stagnated for several days. It literally increased rapidly to a Category 5. I mean, on August 30th, Dorian was at a Category 4. From that point, the very next day, it shifted its path, sparing Florida from the brunt and adjusting its its trajectory to go toward Georgia and the Carolinas. So this all happened within 48 hours, and then bam, it literally increased to a Category Five as it hit the Bahamas. And like I like like this article just stated, it stagnated there for several days. It just stayed there. Now. What blew me away was the maps that I saw after the event, and it had in blue the parts of the Bahamas that were underwater. And oh my goodness, uh, it was absolutely uh, staggering. So uh, that just caught my attention, and it just really does make me wonder because uh, Joe – Give me your summation about what you think about, well, who had houses in the Bahamas, this area, yada, yada, yada. Are we talking about uh, – what's the income brackets that we're talking about, Joe? Um, let's see. It, it, it's definitely the poor that were uh, devastated, especially the Haitian uh, refugees. Uh, they, they didn't have much there um let's see it, it, it talks about an area that they i think they now call it's the haitian right in the bahamas now they're fleeing again several hundred haitians have been evacuated uh it gave it gave a name 
to what their little area was called. I believe it was Mud, Mud, Mud Island or Mud Flat or something like that. So you, you get the the idea of this is not, you know, you have your uh, resorts as well, but uh, I would imagine the main island itself would be quite poor in most areas. Well, um, <laughs> I'm just going to give this to you right in the chest. No, Joe, I'm just going to read this uh, well verbatim. By the terms of GDP per capita, the Bahamas is one of the richest countries in the Americas. Hmm. Okay, Joe, you're talking about all the restaurant workers. Mm -hmm. This place has been taken over by the wealthy. Right. It's the only people that live there and go there. Yeah, I guess I was thinking more of, of the people that uh, perform the, well, what we would consider just lower duties, but... Okay, let me read this quote again. It's straight from mm -hmm. the World Bank. Mm -hmm. Okay, this this is the GDP data from the World Bank. By terms of GDP per capita, the Bahamas is one of the richest company, countries in the Americas. That includes America, as in the gotcha. United States of America. This is completely mm. by and for the wealthy. The people yeah. you're talking about, they're only the only reason why they're allowed to stay on that those islands is to service the wealthy. Right. Okay, so n now we're talking about the truth. Mhm. Mm okay, now we can we can really come to terms with with why this would be going on. Now do you remember what the Panama Papers are, Joe? Mm. No, I do not. You really? You've forgotten that? Really? Um, the the Panama Papers were 11.5 million linked documents that detail <laughs> the financial and <laughs> attorney-client information uh, for more than 200,000 offshore entities. These documents dating back to the 70s. Oh my goodness, here we go again. The 70s. Ah yes, the me generation. Were created by and taken from the Panama Papers, Joe, was literally uh, the scandal of uh, I, I just well, I, I'm stupefied that you don't remember because they were nicknamed Oh my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, wake up. The Panama Papers contain personal financial information about wealthy individuals and public officials that had previously been kept private, all offshore, of course. All these people uh, were using the, ba uh, the Bahamas for illegal purposes, including fraud, tax evasion, and invasion, and uh, evading international sanctions. It was uh, the original uh, whistleblower that done this was named John Doe. He leaked the documents uh, to a German uh, journalist, uh, Bastian Obermeier. Uh, I mean, this all took place back in 2016. You don't, you really don't remember this, Joe? I really don't. Uh, I'm just looking over it right now. And you don't remember this? This huge scandal with wealthy people uh, using the Bahamas uh, for tax evasion? Even companies were 
wow, you you really don't remember. Well, Mm-mm. so, ladies and gentlemen, this was targeting the wealthy. I mean, um, I just decided just to to go over uh, some pictures. Um, uh, some of the pictures of what was going on here, the casinos and stuff like that. Uh, off the charts, this multi-floored uh, 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 building right on the beach is just – the skywalk between the two t- – look, this place was – you know, has been called Paradise Island by these financial people. So um, what do you think about that, Joe? Um well, that had I known, I don't know why that's not ringing a bell. The, pa- the Panama Papers. Um, so, have you found anything on the Panama Papers? Well, I was just looking at the uh, Wikipedia here on that. Uh, let's see, uh, eleven point five million leaked documents that detail financial and attorney-client information for more than two hundred and fourteen thousand four hundred and eighty-eight offshore entities. Right, right. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna have. Yeah, that's that. That really changes. Uh, <laughs> well. Well, that makes me think, as a bigger picture, that this would actually be a dire warning to America itself, then, because we are. Well, yeah, obviously, I, you know, I was also looking over uh, documentation of other whistleblowers as well that uh, were. Um, what did they call them? That they were. Uh, Bankers, but they were uh, they were henchmen basically for several of the poorest nations in the world. Um, these are the ones; these are henchmen financiers, basically, that would uh, get these countries into bigger and larger debts, and then capitalize right. on on whatever resources uh, we could steal. Right. Well, it was back then that I began to use the term kleptocracy because it it was proven with these Panama Papers that's what we were dealing with. Now, if you go down to the people named, it says it right here. It says, while offshore businesses entities are not legal in the jurisdictions where they were registered and often not illegal at all, reporters found that some mosaic uh, Francesca Shell Corporation seems to have been used for illegal purposes, including fraud, kleptocracy, tax evasion, and evading international sanctions. So they were also doing this using – I mean this was pure kleptocracy. These were wealthy uh, business people, uh, free from shores. They, They didn't live anywhere, Joe. You and I have talked about this before. They don't have no home. They own anywhere they want. Right. And they – and of course – look, this is common knowledge that this is the modern paradise. You basically got two places associated with the United States, Waikiki Beach and the Bahama, and the Bahamas. This is common knowledge. It's common knowledge. 
Bahamas are the better one because you can't be prosecuted there. Mm. Right. And uh, this is the major hotspot for all these wealthy people. They can just go there and do whatever they want to. They don't have to worry about the police. Mm. So uh, anyway, this was back in 2016. And this has really got the ball rolling for these huge scandals. It was the Panama right. Papers that really started. And it just shocks me that you you can't remember that. But that triggers alarms with me. It tells me that nobody uh, realized that uh, they nailed, you know, the President's United Arab Emirates there, the Prime Minister of Iceland. I mean, we can go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Ukraine, Saudi Arabia, Argentina, yeah, yeah, everybody. And the Bahamas, ladies and gentlemen, all the world leaders got together to whore, to rape men, women, children, whatever they want. They could literally do whatever they want to there, and they still do, and you can't stop them. But yes, you'll go there, and you know, you'll see... Uh, the Ukrainian president talking with uh, the Iceland guy with United Arab Emirates. Yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we, we know all this from the Panama Papers. So, it, it just, well, I hope this puts this into perspective. So, um, especially when it came out to the documentation that people were evading international sanctions from the Bahamas. That should really get your attention. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, this puts a different spin on this. I mean, I'm looking down the list of world leaders here. It's yeah, man. It's it's it's, it's insane. Oh, 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 it's oh, yes. it's yeah. it's off the charts. I, I yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it really got my attention when I was working, and uh, a gentleman stopped me, and he said, "Oh yeah, he's got a place down the Bahamas, and that they just released that." Uh, they want people to start breaking through their roofs to get on top of their roofs because the water had exceeded the top plate of the first floor. So they instructed them to go to the attic and start breaking through the roof. Mm. And I just looked at him, really? And, and you know, why does this interest you? Oh, I have a place down there too. <laughs> people just don't realize, they just don't get it. They just really don't get it, do they? Um, well, that definitely does add a, well, a huge dimension to that. Um, it, you know, as I was looking over this, I, I think uh, along with, you know, the the study and everything else, I was just amazed at. But this definitely adds, this information of the Panama Papers adds a, well, a wider view of the situation as well. Um, but I, I think, you know, for me, I was, I was more, I guess, concerned of, of those that, well, I've been praying for the Christians there and that's, and it just got me thinking about that, the different verses that are given that everything will be stripped. So, well, Joe, I just sent you uh, the premier article that that describes this. Of course, it's 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 the Guardian. You're not going to be able to get this stuff in the United States. Um, 
this headline states it all, the Panama Papers, how the world's rich and famous hide their money offshore. I mean, mm-hmm. surely, surely, ladies and gentlemen, you all remember this. Surely you do. Um, it, Joe, you can you can look this over, but I just find it shocking that from the outset of me stating it, you your mind was was thinking of the the poor people there. Right. Um, I assure you, those people will be well taken care of. Um, right. So no. This is not even remotely close to what happened uh, to the Haitians. Not even close. Um, these people will uh, – <laughs> you can be guaranteed that – well, I need, to, I need to pepper my comments. The point being, Joe, is that you are correct. We need to think about the Ecclesia, and I'm sure that the Ecclesia was there, is there right now. Mm-hmm. But we have to remember – that Joe, there comes a time when things get so wicked, they get so evil, uh, that, well, judgment must fall in order for there to be a correction. Amen. Now, now look, the documents uh, were leaked uh, back in 2015. Uh, who do you think has been prosecuted out of these... Um, 143 politicians. I'm sh- I, I doubt very many if it seems that they usually offer up, well, a scapegoat of a few or maybe one or two to appease the masses so that they will forget, um, but sometimes nothing. Um, well, let's just talk about one line here. Just in the UK, six members of the House of Lords, three former conservative uh, MPs, and a dozen of donors to British political parties um, had offshore assets there. None of those got prosecuted. Mm-hmm. Not, not, none of them. None. Right. I mean, uh, at the top of the list was Vladimir Putin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Just. Wow. Wow. Well. It it it, it is amazing. Um. That. Since that time, you know, I mean, well, it's at least more than three and a half years, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody did nothing. I mean, these people live as if they themselves are in God's divine counsel, as if they are Elohim themselves, as if they are part of the Elohim. They live without worry. Do you understand that, Joe? They, they, they have, they're not like us, Joe. They don't have worries. Right. They can pay for anything in Joe, 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 this is a fact. I mean, this is pretty common knowledge that uh, um, if you need body parts, just go to China. They'll hook you up. You can pray. Uh, you, you can pay and get brand new kidneys, hearts. Lo- it, it don't matter. You do know that, right? 
Yes. Now, you do know that over there you can get all the stem cells you want, right? Right. Now it's beginning to sink into you, isn't it, Joe? Absolutely. The depth of this evil. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, just imagine in your mind, Joe. I mean, you do realize that your senators and congressmen, they get their salaries for life. You do know that, right? Oh, yeah. And their health care. Mm-hmm. But if they really need health care, they just literally act like they are Elohim. And they'll just go to China and pay for new kidneys or whatever. Stem cells just – just Joe, you do understand what stem cells are for, right? They repair mm-hmm. cells, right? You could literally yep. just just insert them into your blood in mass quantities. You, you do realize that, right? Absolutely, yeah. And in China, if, if, if this is a business, they will just line up a hundred – Girls artificially inseminate them, wait for the proper time, and harvest those stem cells. You do understand that, right? Yes, I. And if I those girls that. don't like it, they will be properly shot. You do understand that, right? Yep. You're talking about these politicians acting like they are gods. Mm-hmm. Little G gods. Most Christians like to to refer to these. This is. The, don't you understand that <laughs> this is part and parcel with why the book of Asaph has its prelude in Psalms chapter 50? How do you read Psalms chapter 50, Joe? Do you understand mm. what it's what it says, what it means? Yes. And this is exactly what we're 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 talking about here. It, it, it's exactly what's going on right now. You know, why don't we Joe, Psalms chapter 50 is not very long. It's only 23 verses. Why don't we just Mm -hmm. go ahead and read it? Okay. Psalm 50. A psalm of Asaph, the mighty one, God, the Lord has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God has shown forth. May our God come and not keep silence. Fire devours before him, and it is very tempestuous around him. He summons the heavens above and the earth to judge his people. Gather my godly ones to me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And the heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Selah. Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel. I will testify against you. I am God, your God. I do not reprove. I do not reprove you for your sacrifices, and your burnt offerings are continually before me. I shall take no young bull out of your house, nor male goats out of your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle, on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains and everything that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all it contains. Shall I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of male goats? 
offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I shall rescue you, and you will honor me. But to the wicked, God says, what right have you to tell me of my statutes and take my covenant in your mouth? For you hate discipline, and you cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you are pleased with him, and you associate with adulterers. You let your mouth loose in evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. These things you have done, and I have kept silence. You thought that I was just like you. I will reprove you and state the case in order before your eyes. Now consider this, you who forget God, or I will tear you in pieces, and there will be none to deliver. He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and to him who orders his way aright, I shall show the salvation of God. Very interesting, very pointed. And it leads you, well, it leads you to the first chapter of Asaph. The body of the book of Asaph is Psalms 73 through 83. This describes what the Ecclesia is going to in relation to these rich people. It is uh, right on time, right on target. In the prelude, God sets it up. He tells you what's going to happen. He tells you what they're doing, and this is exactly what they're doing in the Bahamas. You heard him tell you very clearly that um, you know, they associate with thieves, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Psalm 73. A psalm of Asaph, surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. Just so you know, he wasn't talking about the Jews. But as for me, my, my feet came close to stumbling, my steps had almost slipped, for I was envious of the arrogant, and I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no pains in their death, and their body is fat. They are not in trouble as other men, nor are they plagued like mankind. Therefore, pride is their necklace, and the garment of violence covers them. Their eye bulges fatness. The imaginations of their heart run riot. They mock and wickedly speak of oppression. They speak from on high. Now listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. I already told you. They literally live as if they are in the divine council. They literally act like, live like. Because they have no worries, no stress, they literally live like they are Elohim, little gods. And this is exactly what the book of Asaph declares. That's what I'm describing. You hadn't got it yet. He already described that, well, uh, verse 5, they're not plagued like mankind. You're supposed to figure out what it is they're thinking. Verse 9, they have set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue parades through the earth. 
Therefore his people return to this place, and the waters of abundance are drunk by them. They say, How does God know? And is there knowledge with the Most High? Behold, these are the wicked, and always at ease. They have increased in wealth. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is where you get it from. This is where the, the event horizon of this knowledge is, right here. They have no stress, no worries. They have the cash to literally barter in human flesh if they need it. If their kidneys shut down, no problem. They need a heart transplant, no problem. It gets so bad that, well, the ecclesia is shaken. Verse 13, surely in vain I have kept my heart pure and washed my hands in innocence, for I have been stricken all day long and chastened every morning. This is the life of, of course, the poor. If I had said, I will speak thus, behold, I would have betrayed the generation of your children. Literally saying that they knew they didn't have the resources to accomplish anything. They were just being driven along. Ah, yes, by the currency and the time clocks. When I pondered to understand this, it was troublesome in my sight until I came to this sanctuary of God. Then I perceived therein. Surely you set them in slippery places, you cast them down to destruction. How they are destroyed in a moment. They are utterly swept away by sudden terrors. Like a dream when one awakens. Seem to remember talking about that here very recently, as a matter of fact, in the uh, Ecclesia Bible study of the book of Joel. Continuing on. Like a dream when one awakens, O Lord, when aroused you will despise their form. When my heart was embittered and I was pierced within, then I was senseless and ignorant. I was like a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You have taken hold of my right hand with your counsel. Will you guide me and afterward receive me to glory? Amen, Lord. Amen. Give me 1,260 days of faith, full throttle. Amen. Verse 25. Whom I have in heaven but you, and besides you, I desire nothing on earth. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from you will perish you have destroyed all those who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, the nearness of God is my good. And I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of your works. So, um, and I really do imagine, Joe, that... Are you really ever going to really know what those servants in the Bahamas go through? Say that again. I wonder if you can ever really know what those servants in the Bahamas really go through. No. Uh, what happens when they get too old to carry the bags up to the hotel room? Are they even right. permitted to stay on the island, I wonder? I would not think so. Mm. Me neither. You know, I wonder if the Ecclesia that is there, if they not really have been thinking these very thoughts. Um. You know, and, and he comes right out and says it. You know, my, my, my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped. They had gotten tired of it. 
Mm-hmm. They got tired of it. There is no pains in their death. Lord God have mercy. Ladies and gentlemen, I used to love uh, sitting around uh, with those of them in crowd with silver when I was little. Especially two that were nurses. Sister Bruner and Sister Bottoms. They tell me all about the days when <laughs> they wouldn't medicate the patients. And you'd know who wasn't Christians because before the event they would hear the chains. And sometimes for at least three hours. Now these are all kinds of different people from all kinds of living. But they could literally see the demons coming with the chains to latch them up and take them down to Hades. Oh yes. Hundreds and but you don't have to worry about that now, see. But these rich people, when it does come come time for them to die, they just morphine it up. They don't have pains in their death. Now my daughter can tell you all about well <laughs> she worked at a nursing home, of course there was times that well they would uh, take the back hoe, dig a hoe, dump them all in and not even dress I mean, in the pajamas they died in. They were poor. You see, and we have an abundance here of public property here. And my poor Bethany just, she couldn't take it. She loved these people. And they were being dumped in a hole like a dog, like a dead dog. But their children had escaped to the sunny beaches and left them here to die. And I'm telling you the truth. You're going to find out about it on Bema Seat. You're going to find out about it at the Bema Seat. Don't worry. Then you will know in your heart what is true. So, these things are real, and a hurricane just don't stop and pause for good news for, uh, for three days. And that's just exactly what this hurricane did. It just stopped, shift gears, changed direction, ratcheted it up to a Cat 5, and just set on the Bahamas and wiped the filth clean. Because I'm going to tell you something. The Lord, He is God. Not you. You don't get it, do you, ladies and gentlemen? You really don't get it. Do you actually think any of the people who was responsible for all these crimes, do you actually think they were in the Bahamas when it happened? Of course not. Mm -mm. Of course not. But one of these days, the trees will choose the Bramble King. Ah, oh, yes. In the latter days, it will be done. Show your thoughts. Um, your thoughts about the simple fact that you know what I'm telling you is the truth. If this was divine judgment, none of the people responsible were there, were they? What, what's your thoughts about that? Well, their place or house of wickedness was torn down. Um, I mean, you're not going to see any of them coming there to rescue anyone. But I think it's a, well, for them, it, it's a dire warning. For us, it's a, it, I, I would, well, it's a message of hope that those that have been doing wicked, well, their time's coming. Those that have been murdering and raping and enslaving with impunity their time is coming and just as it said you know as for me my feet came close to stumbling my steps had almost slipped i 
I understand that. You know, I, I understand that as I as I looked over the company Johnson and Johnson for, and it it goes clear back to well the 1950s that they have never been brought to justice for their crimes, and they have played the good guys for years and years, and they're just now getting into trouble finding or uh, being indicted, but I have little hope that anything will come of it. But I do know this, that God's not going to overlook it. <laughs> no, he's not going to overlook it, but you do understand what must be done. Mm-hmm. You do understand, ladies and gentlemen, that you can't catch them; they just flee, right, ladies and gentlemen. You 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 know this. You can't catch them. The only way you could get them would be individual lightning strikes. That's why. Well, let's let's read it again. Let's let's read the preface to how this shindig gets kicked off. Okay. Back to the prelude. Psalm chapter fifty. The Psalm of Asaph, the mighty one God, the Lord has spoken and summoned the earth. It's very important. You listen here, ladies. From the rising of the sun to its setting. Now to Zion, the perfection of beauty God has shown forth. That's talking about the galactic core, if you were wondering. May our God come and not keep silence. You see, his people are begging for his return. Because they're, well... Their feet's almost slipped. They, they've been pushed to the point where there's no way they can make a living. They have to literally become a criminal in order to prosper. Everybody knows this. But let's keep, you know, what's well, what's happening here? Fire devours before him, and it is very tumultuous around him. He summons the heavens above and the earth to judge his people. Uh, uh, sorry, boys and girls. These God haters can't run. Nope. Nope. And now, who, who, who does this? Is it his chosen one? Is it his Messiah? No, nope. It's not the Messiah. It's not Jesus. Gather my godly ones to me, those who have made a covenant with me. Ah, yes, by sacrifice. Joe, we covered some of those verses last night in Romans chapter 5, didn't we? Mm -hmm. We sure did. But anyway, that's beside the point. And the heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Ah, yes. Selah. So, God is, that's why God is is using this to make sure that his godly ones know. Oh, no, they're not going to, they're not, oh, my goodness. Do you know what beach hopping is, Joe? Mm-mm-mm. mm No. You don't know what beach hopping is, do you? No. No. Well, these rich scumbags, now I should know because I've built plenty of their houses for them, they'll do exactly what I described to you. I mean, you know what? At the Bema seat, should the need arise, me and Mr. Ernstberger will settle up. This is the truth. The events I described to you earlier, that's what Mr. Ernstberger will do. He would beach hop two meals 
take his private plane, go to the Bahamas for breakfast, go to Waikiki for lunch. You think I'm kidding. Oh, no, I'm not. And ladies and gentlemen, God just come out and, and told his godly ones that you ain't got to worry about none of that crap. I'm not only going to summon the heavens, I'm going to summon the earth. Now, I hope you realize what God just inferred, that you go stand up on your feet and brace yourself like a man, right? Well, he's talking about the earth. He just said he was going to summon the earth. That means the earth's going to have to get up, if you know. Mm-hmm. So, all these things make sense to you now, Joe. Now they make sense to you now. Absolutely. I mean, everybody mentioned in these Panama Papers, none of it. Joe, by the old standards, these... Joe, whenever you live without stress and without worry, you are considered a demigod by all historical reasoning and rhyming. You, you understand that, right? Yes, I do. You guys, let's talk about Ernstberger since I know him personally. Do you realize his his interest he occurred was to the velocity he could not spend it? It was impossible for him to spend that much money. And he even bragged that one time he went to Vegas to try to do it. Couldn't do it. He couldn't lose that much money that fast. Couldn't do it. Mm. He's literally making hundreds of thousands of dollars per minute. Now, he don't own no stupid stocks, Joe. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. He owns two diamond mines. Mm -hmm. He knows that only wealth can only come from God's hand. CEOs, tons of fields that have, oh my God, all crops. He owns fields with all crops, vineyards, uh, peach, peach orchards, bananas. He has mines of several different. I know that. What was some strange? Um, oh my gosh, it doesn't matter. He owns several mines uh, of different uh, precious metals. Uh, rare earth metals. Uh, he, what, what, like I said, two diamond. I, I mean, he supplies diamonds to Shane Jewelers. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm trying to say, Joe? Absolutely. Anything he if he wants a new pair of eyeballs, he can have them. Do you understand that? Yes. I mean, he can literally, he can finance governments. At any rate, that's what beach hopping is. He said that. Him and his wife would someday, some days literally roll the dice to pick which beach they wanted to eat at. French Riviera, you name it, they literally could do it. Mm. Masquerade like a demigod. Not a worry or care in the world. They were completely untouchable. You couldn't stress them. They didn't even understand what stress was. So, with this in mind, you know, with the backdrop of these Panama Papers, now we're seeing things hindsight 2020, correct? Correct. This crap had to be stopped in this place. Yep. Of course, they just moved operations, correct? Oh, yeah. But anyway, so I haven't looked at the pictures or the videos. I mean, I've seen a few of the pictures because they were in the articles that I had posted, but – Mm-hmm. What it, what are they saying is the level of destruction here, here, Joe? Uh total. Now now, 
please clarify that because total destruction that's that's pretty strong you're you're serious total destruction that's, well I, I, there's you know what they would what well what they consider uh, from a i guess uh insurance where they would call it it's totaled um I mean, the, the airport's completely underwater. Uh, they didn't have, you know, from the articles I was reading, there was there was no place for people to go to get medical. Um, they had to be moved to other islands that were nearby. There was nothing on that island that was really, there was a few homes here and there, but for the most part, you know, for what we consider uh to day to day living a gas station um a church and and you know a food you know some sort of food store grocery store and, and an airport uh bathrooms those types of things it's pretty much all gone uh no power and this was mainly uh, as i was looking i you know i don't know all of the bahamas but as i was looking this was mainly in uh but what do they call it? Marsh. Yeah. Marsh Harbor there. And, uh, Abaco Island. So you can still see pictures of some structures standing, but not much, um, vehicles destroyed. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty serious. Well, it'll take them a while to get there. <sighs> their abominations up and running again, won't it? Yeah. Yeah, at least put a put a good stall to it at, at any rate. What's your thoughts about this, Joe? <sighs> you said that you think that, you know, that you it just reminded you of Joel chapter one. Mm-hmm. That this was a this was a template. This was a model, correct? Correct. Well, that being the case, do you think there's going to be more before Yom Kippur or not? I think there's going to be war. I said more, not war. Oh, more. Okay. Do you? Yes or no? Do you think there's going to be yes. more like this? you think it's going to increase in intensity? What What do you think? Uh, quite possibly. You know, quite possibly. Um, I, I would I would almost – well, I would say yes. But, you know, I, I'm kind of uh, guessing uh, at, at this moment, but I would say yes, just as I, I think that uh, it seems that these things are getting closer together or picking up in speed, if you will. Intensifying, you mean. There you go. There's the word. Well, Joe, offer up your closing comments. If not then please uh, take us out in prayer for the Ecclesia Vast, wherever she may be, but especially in the Bahamas. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we bow our heads and we bow our hearts before your throne, Father. Father, I thank you for... Well, I thank you for this time, Father. I thank you for allowing us to look at your word, Father, to look at what you have promised Father, that, uh, and Father, I ask that you 
pay special attention to the Ecclesia, especially in the Bahamas, Father, those that have suffered great loss. Father, I ask that you comfort them, that you comfort their families, that you be with them, that you guide them, Father, that you do not let them stumble, that you keep them close to you and in remembrance of your word. And Father, I thank you for bringing me in remembrance, Father, of your word, as well as my brother. Father, I just ask that you be with us in these coming times, in these trials, and that you keep us close to you. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, God bless. Godspeed.